Hello, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the show. That was presumptive. It's, it's the show of the end of the show. Yep. Isn't it? It's season seven. It's episode 14. You can probably tell by our energy levels that it wasn't a particularly thrilling episode. Not necessarily, no. Some reveals that were intriguing. Mm-hmm. Um, some plots moved forward, but this was really just a uh, a step towards the end. Yeah. You it, know? It was relatively chill. Mm-hmm. Not much happened. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Right. So Robin is... Even Giles was pissed that not a whole lot happened. This <laughs> yeah. Episode. He was like, we have to take this seriously. <laughs> um, What's Robin doing? Uh, he's... Robin Nick- Wood. He's Nikki Wood's daughter. Ah. Um, you remember the fight? On the subway? Yes. 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 Different um, I knew as soon as he said, um, so Robin Wood, stepbrother of Robin Hood. Um, just kidding. <laughs> just because people's names rhymes, I guess, doesn't mean that they're related. Uh, <laughs> but Robin Wood, the principal of the school, he um, reveals that he is a Slayer's son, and that's why he got this position as a principal, and that's why he got Buffy in on it. We, well, I thought he was evil. Yeah, right? he's not evil. He's more like neutral, like true neutral. Mm. True neutral? Well, maybe like neutral good. I'd say lawful neutral. Lawful neutral? Yeah. I like that. That's a that's an underutilized um, alignment. Yeah. It's like, I am dead center until a good reason sways me. Yeah. You know? Um, so, and I like, oh man, do I like Robin. I am so relieved he yeah, is not he's a bad guy. Because I would have, well, I would have seen that coming from a thousand miles away. Mm-hmm. And so just for him to be a secret good guy. Um, is nice. However, and it's like, also this, the show's track record of, um, casting people of color to play evil people is, um, a pretty high percentage. Um, so, or it's a, it's an inclination. So I thought naturally, and plus they make you think he's evil. He's being all spooky. He's got a wall of knives. He has a In this episode, people. He's got a shovel what was and a wall of knives. Even called? Those are the. It was called First Date. First Date. Mm-hmm. Buffy.wiki.com. Um, no, Buffy.fandom.com slash wiki slash first underscore date. You did it. I did it. Um. So, yeah. So he. Robin, he asks Buffy out. He says, Can I take you to dinner? And she says, Sure. And she's trying to figure out if it's a date or not. Um, yeah, she, she remains duly suspicious. Right. And, um, you know, me too. Good for her. Weren't we all? Weren't we all? <laughs> we they were all suspicious. They do things to make you think that he's spooky. So, so. So. So she goes on the date, um, and on the way to the restaurant, this is another thing. He's like, it's just down here, and it's, like, in a dark alley. Yeah, it's and very Buffy's weird, like, and there's, like, no, like, obvious, like, there's not a sign. If my boss asked me out on a date first of all i would say 
No, thank you. Colin, you are married. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I would say, no. buddy, no, <laughs> we just met. Um, no, no, no. I would say <laughs> I'm engaged. I love that you didn't say I'm engaged. I love that you said we just met. <laughs> you and I, we don't That's know each why. other at all. I can't date you because I don't know you very well. Uh-huh. So anyway, Buffy, Buffy's boss asks her out. And on top of him being her boss, she's been suspicious of him for a while now. But she says, yeah, well, I guess Buffy can kind of handle anything. So, I mean, if I was Buffy, I probably wouldn't be Mm -hmm. as concerned, (laughs) Um, you know, about like people secretly being crazy because Buffy's like been there, done that. Um, So, or not even crazy a lot of the time, just evil. (laughs) Uh, so Buffy, she goes out on the date with him, and it's it's down an alleyway, and some vampires hop out of the alleyway. And they're fighting, 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 and Buffy looks up, and she goes, you set me up, you son of a... And then she sees him stake one of the vampires. Yeah. And she's like, what? And for the record, I was watching this while driving. It's a long story. But <laughs> I was trying to watch TV and drive at the same time. It didn't go well. I didn't get very far. Mm-hmm. But this is the scene that it was on. Huh. Um... And, um, I mean, I didn't get very far into the episode. Not that I didn't get very far driving. (laughs) I was like, this is a bad idea, and stopped watching it. But, uh, I thought that he did it with his hand. I didn't see that he had a stake in his hand, because I was, like, doing two things at once. I thought he was a magic man, and I was even, (laughs) I was, I was let down when I saw that he was, like, well, I'm the Slayer's son. I was like, god damn it. (laughs) I thought you were a shaman. There, um, um, there... (laughs) Have you ever seen that vine that's like this old man and the guy filming the vine is like, oh, watch this guy. He's a magic man. He's going to touch the fire. <laughs> then he touches yeah, a fake fireplace. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, he he's a, a magic man. And he makes a cute face. He's so excited. That's he, more, I love that vine. That's that's uh, a wholesome vine. Yeah, that's... um. That's, that's, uh, oh my gosh. I'm, I, it's, it's late here, guys, and I'm tired. That's that vine Robin's, is neutral um, good. That's Robin. He's a magic man. That, that vine is neutral good. Yeah. True neutral is road work ahead. <laughs> <laughs> road work ahead? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I sure hope it does. Um, where were we? So they go to this night. Listen, I'm sorry. We keep getting de- distracted because, it, okay. There's what, just like, not much going on, y'all. Yeah, like, I it's mean, not Spike, our fault. Spike goes to the restaurant. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's do this. So Buffy's on the date. Um, Willow is with Kennedy, by the way. That's also, like, kind of dropped in. Yeah, like, um, together, together, which, fine. You need to relax. <laughs> I'll you never- need to take what you can get, okay? <laughs> um... <laughs> Xander also has a date. I he's like, demon women are attracted to me, and I'm like, did you not approach her at the hardware store? That's so true. Was she, she was like, talking to you? You look was confused. She looking at you? you look confused here in this yeah. Home Depot. Hi, I'm a man. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And she was there looking for. A malleable man. She was like, I'm going to go to a hardware store. That's so true. She pulled a, um, like a, she's a siren. Femme fatale type of thing where Mm -hmm. she's like, oh no, I wouldn't possibly know what to do with these nails. (laughs) You know? So he approaches her. She's like, yeah. And, and asks her out. She's not even the one that 
asks him out. Mm -hmm. She was like, this is the easiest human sacrifice I've ever had to come up with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they go out to coffee, and she's like, I know something fun that we can do. And then the next time you see them, he's tied to... The thing, the yeah, sacrifice so, okay, thing. Yeah. So okay, the, the whole seal. the whole quote. How date. did he get there? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So this is the whole thing, right? Is that? Okay. So Lissa is her name. She's played by, um, Aaliyah, I think. Ashanti. Aaliyah is dead. Um. Anyway, uh, so Who's she's Ashanti. Pl- Ashanti's like a singer from the early two thousands. Oh. She's, she, I mean, for you, I think you were just, I mean, I was even a little too young for her coming up. Okay. I also wasn't allowed to listen to pagan music, so. Um, I don't know if Ashanti ever sang, she might have done a, um. Wait, I thought you just said she was a singer. She, no, sorry, that's not what I meant. I I was going to say, I wonder if she had a gospel album, because I know someone did. Anyway, so who's Ashanti? Ashanti is a singer. I'm wondering if at one point she recorded a gospel album. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Anyway, um, so wait, what's the whole thing? How did he end up on the... Well, I don't know. I just want to, I just want us to take this as, okay, so take this as a whole storyline, right? Okay, so um, Xander well actually is her in a Home Depot, okay? She's (laughs) like, oh, how strong is this rope? I have a kayak. And he's like, oh, <laughs> you're going to need stronger rope than that, babe. And um, and so she's like, oh, <laughs> that's so funny. And so then cut to, and he's like, you want to go out? And she's like, sure. And then cut to the coffee, whatever it's called, the espresso mm-hmm. pump. Mm-hmm. She He pretends to get a red eye, even though red eyes taste like hot garbage. They're disgusting. Um and she's it's like, actually hot cocoa. He's like, it's hot. And she's like, it's hot. I, by the way, I hate the way she delivers her lines. I don't know. That's probably because she's not an actor. But um, she's like, and this is weird. I like that and you drink hot cocoa. Weird. And I'm just like, I don't like this. I like that you drink hot cocoa. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> I'm luring you to your death. <laughs> yeah. So. Um. I, uh... And then cut to... Yeah. Well, and then hard cut to Xander being tied up. It's just... Oh, and he spends the whole date complaining about Anya. Oh, that's right. The whole date. That's right. She doesn't talk about herself once. We don't know anything about this woman. This episode is pretty racist. We got Chow on. Because of her? Or because of... Or because of Robin? Chow on. Oh... Chow on was because this on. also this yeah because I'm pretty sure this came right after um I've talked about this on the um on the show before I think but in the early 2000s there was a uh, bill passed that basically said TV had to be more um inclusive okay and that what happened with that is a lot of people brought on people of color for like two episodes Okay. Okay. Or like one. I'm, I was laughing thinking about what that bill. That bill must have been called less white people on TV. <laughs> Not like I don't or know. Or equally as much white people, but like some people of color. Yeah. 
write more characters than usual, have them on for a little bit, then get rid of them. Yeah. So, um, I'm either thinking, I, I learned this in my TV class in grad school, and either it was, um, either it was this episode or Kendra that, that was like a beneficiary of this bill. Okay. I mean, obviously they never say that, but it's like the timing is so obvious that it's like clearly. Anyway, and I'm thinking it might be this time because Robin, you know, Robin, and then they get Ashanti and then they, uh, spoiler alert, Ashanti never comes back. Um. (laughs) (laughs) She gets beheaded, unfortunately. Well, Um, you know, that doesn't mean anything on this show, apparently. You can get rust. You can get run through with a sword and you still just come gasping back to life, a la Anya. A la Anya? Yes. Oh, that's right. No, she's a vengeance. Oh, Ashanti was a demon, too. Yeah. Never mind. Anyway. I uh, talked myself I will into say my beheading does usually seem to do it. Right. So, um, so. It's tough to come back from. I mean, basically, Ashanti just wants to open the seal again, which I think is a stupid storyline, because it's like, we've already done this twice. Me fucking too. We've done this twice. I know. I wrote down human... I wrote, Xander becomes human sacrifice number three. (laughs) And they don't even open it all the way. So it turns out to kind of be of no consequence whatsoever. Um, anyway, so that's that storyline done. Except for the fact that whenever Xander... Okay, whenever Xander is... This is another weird thing. Whenever Xander is tied up on the rack, if you will, um, that's when Willow gets the text. We've already seen him on the big sacrifice rack, and Mm -hmm. then it cuts to, like, the house where everybody's talking and Anya's bitching about how Xander has a date. Mm -hmm. And, um... Willow gets a text and she's like, it's one of our codes. And I can't remember if this one means I just got laid Uh or I'm in danger and, um, or my date's a demon, please help. Uh And, um, and how did he text or did a text just take a long time to send voice to text weird man, just like some weird. And like the storyline doesn't even mean anything at the end because like the nothing happens with Xander, Nanya, Nothing happens with the uh, fucking Turrican. Nope. Nothing ha- and Ashanti's dead. So, little one-off for you. But stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah, and then, um, but it does serve the purpose of whenever Willow does get that text. Spike is like, "I'll go get her," and then they're trying to keep him from going and ruining her date. But they and he ends up needing because well, they get her. they realize they um, realize at the beginning of the episode that um, Spike's chip is gone. Oh, that's right. That's another thing. I felt like we covered that the last yep. episode. So. Yep, it's gone. Um, well, we didn't um, know it at that point. That we just oh, said, yeah. what, we just said what we would do, which is that. Which, yeah, which but it was is, also, it was obvious. Yeah, what are they gonna? What are they gonna do? They're gonna lead up to that cliffhanger and then be like, "Oh no, you kept it in." <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Plus, it's the, it's the last season. You know, you don't want. It. I wouldn't. If I was a writer, I wouldn't want it to end with him still having the chip in his head. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, like, just, uh, it's like a leftover. It's a, it's a leftover piece from a storyline. I'd want to, like, tie that up, and also, it's part of his redemption arc as well. And, like, if you're going to give him this arc and hopefully tie it all in a bow and it ends beautifully and all, wouldn't you? 
mm-hmm. get rid of it. Anyway, so <laughs> Spike goes and uh, interrupts Buffy's date and is like, Xander has been taken. And there, um, uh, the scrimger, scrimger is dead. The right. ministry has fallen. They're coming. They're coming. <laughs> uh, so, so he goes to the restaurant. Oh yeah, Buffy and Robin are having a really wonderful time. By the way, like they're he's feeding her guys. He's feeding her mm-hmm. off his fork, brandy um, or whiskey or bourbon soaked pears. Uh, brandy. Yes, is what he said. Okay. Um. So, yeah, they're having a great time, and he, like, knew about her before um, he ever, like, came to Sunnydale. Buffy's totally into his whole vibe. Honestly, she's just thrilled that he seems to be good. Like, she's thrilled that, um, right, because that's what the whole joke was, is, like, he might be evil. And then Xander was like, yeah, mine might be evil, too. And, like, they were both like, we're gonna risk it. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so she's just, she's on top of it. And who wouldn't be? That dude's a catch. He's a fox. Um, So, uh, oh, and he also says that he's been looking for the vampire who killed his mother. And we know that that's Spike. His mother is, if if we weren't making it clear earlier, his mother is the 70s slayer that Spike killed in Fool for Love. He snapped her neck. Yeah. Um, Ugh brutal although Mm -hmm. it's funny that this happened this episode because whenever i was watching um the episode on my phone on the way home i was watching the intro and you know there's the clip where he's on the subway and he spins the pole Mm -hmm. and i thought to myself if there's a god then why isn't that spike's character design right (laughs) consistent one if god was real he would be dressed like that all the time (laughs) But he's not, mm-hmm. because Spike wears more clothes than that now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, anyway, um, so Spike appears, conveniently, and is like, we gotta go. Robin gives them a ride. Mm-hmm. Spike is riding in the back seat. Things are tense. <laughs> um, they get to the school, and Xander's there. They fight. And while they're fighting, Spike goes game face, and Robin goes, he's a vampire. And you're like, oh no, this can't be good. Oh no! And and then Robin cuts Xander down from the thing, Ashanti gets beheaded, and then they all go home. And there's a little team meeting. Um, Xander comes in, and he's like, Willow, I want to be made gay. Um, (laughs) Which I also kind of like that 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 implies that Xander thinks that Willow used witchcraft to make herself <laughs> So, um... You know what's funny about this that has nothing to do with the episode? Hmm. What is it? <laughs> Their response! Oh my gosh, I feel like I just got put on blast. Um, so we were watching Chuck, and Scott Bakula plays Chuck's dad. And it literally... It was just a reveal. Like, we watched, like, five episodes tonight. And in one of the episodes, it was revealed that Scott Bakula is Chuck's dad. Not the actor in the show, but the actor plays Chuck's dad anyway. Right. Right. Um, And so, in this bit... And Scott Bakula gets name-dropped. 
He does. Xander goes, make me gay. Turn me gay. I am mentally undressing Scott Bakula right now. And uh, Andrew goes, Captain Archer, which is who he plays on Star Trek. I know this because as soon as Scott Bakula showed up on Chuck today, Patrick goes, Captain Archer. Yep. <laughs> I knew you were going <laughs> to I knew you were going to mention him. Um Yeah. Anyway, so Oh. So that's You know what else happens speaking happens? of Andrew. Andrew confronts the oh, furs in this episode and it's it's interesting. It's a good scene. Um he's wearing a wire and he just like can't keep his cool in front of the first and he the first is like God bless are him, you he wearing tries. a wire? <laughs> he said, So when are we gonna kill Buffy. (laughs) So do you have anything, any weaknesses I should know about? And the first is like, what? And he's like, you know, any, uh, like allergies or allergies. Uh, yeah. So that's a good little scene. And, um, whenever the first realizes that it's all a ploy, uh, Andrew is like, well, you'll never turn me in after this fight is over. I'm going to pay for what I did to Jonathan, and that's okay with me, And which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I love Andrew. I really do. So, um, anyway, so everybody comes home, and they have a little team meeting, and then Giles gets pissed because nobody's taking it seriously. He's like, mm-hmm. why are y'all going on dates? Why are y'all doing this? Um, why are y'all making jokes? Why are we not in the war Why room am I being horrible towards this Asian girl? <laughs> why Listen, am I being awful? like, okay, so I genuinely, I want to take, like, a minute or two Let's to talk it. about I was this. Thinking, I was thinking the same thing. I was because thinking the it's same upsetting thing. to me because Giles is generally seen as not, he's, he's open-minded. Mm-hmm. He's not, he, I mean, he was a, like... Although, well, I don't think that Giles is racist towards her. I think that the show well, is racist towards her. But, yeah, but I know. I, yeah, I mean, he's a character. He's not, like... But it's a bad character decision on their part, on the writer's part. No, but part. I don't think... I don't think... What I meant by that... That was a confusing thing to say. It I was. I was very confused. You were like, um... The show... The characters in the show, Caroline. No. <laughs> What I meant is that I didn't think that the things that Giles said or did to her um, were racist. Like, he takes her to the mall, he gets her ice cream, he talks about how he was like, he was like, I was worried that, um, he was like, I worried about my Mandarin being thin, but turns out she speaks Cantonese, which is even thinner. And, um... And he makes her the flashcards, right? And he draws her pictures of vampires and slayers and stuff because she doesn't know anything. She didn't have a watcher. She didn't have anything. She was literally ripped from her home. She wasn't even allowed to pack or anything. They just sent her here. Mm -hmm. And um, Giles is trying to convey this to her. So, um, oh, and then, then there's, like, these jokes where he's like, luckily... Ice cream is a universal language, and then Chow An says something in Cantonese. She says, "Yeah." And she says, "Like most people in Asia, I'm lactose intolerant. I'm very uncomfortable right now." Um, but I didn't. Are think... most people in Asia lactose yes. intolerant? Hey Google. <laughs> Overall, about sixty-five percent of people experience some form of lactose intolerance. 5% among 
Northern Europeans and as high as over 90% of adults in some communities in Asia. Wow. That's some communities, though. That's a very iffy statistic. Sure. Anyway, I mean, I guess they did a cursory Google. (laughs) No, I mean, what what I mean to say is that I think the Giles is being very, very welcoming and accommodating. But I think that um, right now she's exclusively operating as the butt of a joke. Exactly. Which is tricky. Can I be real with you? She never and never changes. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, she never gets any character. I'd be I mean, like, shocked if it did. The really the only potential with any character quote character development is Kennedy because she's boning a Scooby. Yeah, yeah, that gets you special permissions. I mean, um, Millie from Freaks and Geeks has. Yeah, she had. She, she a, kinda, they have a character, but I understand what you mean that she doesn't have any development or changes. So, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's upsetting to me. Um, it's, it's really. She's just so clearly a token, you know what I mean? It's not necessarily about anything. And a token as a joke, a Mm joking. It's not even anything in particular that's like said or done. It's just the vibe of like, this person is, this character is not being taken seriously because she is a Chinese girl, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. Good, good talk. You know, she has such a little part in the show that, like, there's honestly not that much more to say about it. Um, it's just, yeah, it, it's yeah. always upsetting to me. Yeah. So, yeah, so Giles is pissed that nobody's taking this seriously. He's like, we need to get in the war room stat, and especially now that the first is back and appearing to people again, because remember, it was down for the count for a little bit because the Turrican mm-hmm. was its plan A. Um, and so Giles gets mad and kind of storms off, and that's, like, the end of all the fun. Uh-huh. Uh, then there's a scene where Buffy is sitting on the couch, and Spike comes up, and he says that while Andrew was talking to the first, um, the first said that he was going to use Andrew first, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> and then use Spike. He said it's not time for Spike yet. So Spike tells Buffy. He says, I gotta go. I gotta leave town, baby. Baby. Um, It's, (laughs) he said, I gotta leave town before it is my turn, um, because I don't want to be, you know, used again. I don't want to kill again. I don't want to make things harder than Mm -hmm. they already are. He's basically like, I'm a burden. Here's your opportunity to tell me to stay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He really sets him up for it. And so, or sets her up to say this. And she says... Don't go. I'm not ready for you to go. Mm-hmm. And then they share a pensive look. And that's the end of that scene. Yep. Um, and then the final scene of the episode. Robin is brushing his teeth for the evening. You know, I knew he had good oral hygiene. You know, sometimes you can just, like, see people. You can just tell. Yeah. I'm I'm getting that's actually one of my recent goals is to have better oral hygiene. I didn't have bad oral hygiene before. One of my coworkers, oh my god, he's got bone loss in his jaw and he told me it's because he didn't take good care of his mouth when he he said I bone didn't loss. have good oral hygiene when I was young and now there's bone deterioration in my jaw. And he's getting a tooth pulled tomorrow and then he's got to get a fake tooth and it's going to they're going to drill up into his face and put a fake tooth in and it's going to cost $5,000. So, this has been going on for a couple of weeks, this whole tooth debacle with him. So I'm trying to have better, 
better oral hygiene. What were we talking about? Robin. 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 Robin's brushing his teeth. And uh, his mother's behind him. Surprise. Surprise. And um, he's like, you're not my mom. You're not my mom. You're not my real mom. <laughs> um, and he's like, so you're the first. Um, because he's gotten the lowdown at this point. Man, Robin is sexy. Um, <laughs> he's He's very, like, cold and to the point. He's, like, sexier in a different way than, like, Spike and Angel were. And I really did never find Angel super sexy. I found him sweet and handsome, but not mm-hmm. sexy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so Robin's very like, I'm not falling for your tricks. But he does. The first gets him. And uh, the first is like, don't you... And you know, the first, what re- Oh, it's good. He's really good. Um, he is great about speaking as the person. And I know that's part of the whole trick, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, don't you want to know who killed me? And Robin yeah. just can't resist it. Uh, and he, like, turns around, and um, the first is like, you met him. You fought by his side. Yeah. And Robin goes, Spike. Yeah. And then it ends, and well, you're like, oh. Well, she no. says, now what do you say? And it's actually kind of like. Oh, that's right. It's actually kind of sad. Because oh, very sad. He's like, thank you. Yeah. Because well, well, earlier she says, like, is that how I raised you? And he's like, you didn't raise me at all. You died when I was four. Yeah. Yeah. Get good, um, the first. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I feel for him. I do. And that's the episode. That is it. I mean, I give it a six. I'm going to give it a four. Oh, wow. Didn't enjoy it. You know what? There were, like, a lot of unnecessary plots. Like, the only thing that was really advanced here is Robin, which is cool and valuable. Sure. Um, And, like, the first is back. And that's the only real steps that were taken forward in this episode. It's, like, it's very Mm fillerish. Um. Where, like, a lot of stuff was happening with kind of no point. No point. Uh, and there was even, like, so much build-up to the things that had no point. And mm-hmm. you're like, all right. Um, if I was watching this late at night, and you know when you're, like, binging episodes and you keep going, just one more, just one more. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the one I would definitely be like, I've got to watch one more to get this palette. I can't. Well, that's when I, was my first, palette. when I was first watching Buffy, I, I know. literally stayed up until, like, five in the morning wow. to watch, to finish it. Just because, like, I... like I, You really just got hooked. Yeah. It's just weird, because that's only ever really happened with, like, Buffy and Lost. And Lost was a bit... Oh, my God. Yeah. You, you couldn't talk about anything but Lost for weeks. I mean, th- have you met me about anything ever? Um... Yeah. <laughs> no, it, you can tell when I'm really in it deep when I change my Tumblr URL. Mm, that's yeah, like that's true. That's really because I because I get so used to them, and then I'm like, oh man, do I really want to give this URL up for my Persona Five obsession? And it's like, yeah, I am actually. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, I think a six is a little high. You put things into perspective for me. I just didn't, it didn't grab me. There was nothing no, about this episode. No, there was nothing about that. it. I'm being giving because I, like, 
cut you it. You usually are, which is fine. Yeah. I'm an optimist. What you can are. I say? Yeah. Uh, and you've been enjoying this season. Jane Espenson I'm, wrote this episode. Literally. Whom? Jane Espenson. Okay, cool. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm thoroughly enjoying this season. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly. God. So much. I think they're doing such a good job. Hooray! Like, tying it all up. Anyway. Follow us on Twitter. <laughs> Do it. underscore speak. The next episode will hopefully be better, and then... I'm sure it will be. Our episode will be better. So come back <laughs> next week, and we will talk about a better episode. Goodbye, <laughs> Bye.